Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ministry Leaders Podcast, episode 37. We're a podcast aimed at equipping local church volunteer leaders, pastors, and other ministry leaders to better serve their ministries and churches. I'd like to talk in this episode about caring for people. This is something ministry leaders, church leaders do regularly, right? Someone is in the hospital, or they have a worry or a crisis about a teenage child, or they've just had a bad breakup with a significant other, or they just need someone to talk to. As leaders, we're often the ones who are there when people need care. So I'd like to help us rethink a bit what kind of care God wants or expects Christian leaders like us to give. And let's do that by thinking about two ways that we can go wrong when we try to care for people. The first way we can go wrong and often do is that when someone comes to us and they're hurting or they're fearful or they're in need, we respond by trying to make ourselves feel better. Now, we would never put it that way or maybe even be aware that we're doing it, but let's be honest, most of us have done it. Someone has come to us with their pain, with their problem, and it's made us feel bad. And what we've actually done instead of trying to make them feel better is we've tried to make ourselves feel better. Let me ask you, what do you feel internally when someone you care about is seriously hurting? Maybe you feel uncomfortable or awkward. You don't know what to say or do. Maybe you feel overwhelmed and inadequate. Maybe you feel burdened and heavy. The happiness you woke up with that morning has now been overshadowed by this person's problems. Maybe you feel responsible to help them to fix it. Or you feel guilty that you should do more than you actually want to do to help them. Or maybe if you're empathetic, you just feel their pain. You hurt with them and you hurt for them. All of these feelings are bad feelings, not in the sense of they're morally bad, but they make us feel bad. And when we feel bad in these ways, there's a strong temptation in us that we may not even consciously be aware of. And that's to make ourselves feel better. You know, I have had so many people tell me who have lost a loved one recently that people have said the most insensitive things to them, things that haven't been comforting at all. Things like, well, at least your loved one is in a better place now, or, well, you were lucky you had them for as long as you did, or, you know, God works everything for the good. Maybe these things are true. Maybe they might even bring some comfort after some time has passed. But if you've ever lost someone important to you, when that loss is still fresh, you know how unhelpful these kinds of platitudes are. And as I've thought about why would-be comforters say things like this to people who are deeply grieving, I realized it's because the people saying these things are trying to make themselves feel better. They feel awkward, they feel confused, and so offering a nice, simple, happy cliche makes them feel better. What would a better approach be be if you wanted to help the person you were trying to comfort feel better rather than yourself? Well, it, it would be to just listen to the person who's hurting, to try to understand how they're feeling, and to not say much at all. Or if we do speak, it might be to mirror back to the person who's hurting how they're feeling, how we hear they're feeling, so they don't feel so alone in those feelings, so they know that we're trying to understand and be with them as best we can in their feelings. And as we do this, we we need to try to be 
conscious of our own discomfort and to put it aside so we don't wind up responding to the other person out of our own discomfort. What we're trying to do here is to refocus on the other person's well-being, not our own. But as we do this, there's a second mistake we have to avoid, and this one may surprise you. The second way we can go wrong in caring for others is to try to make them feel better. Yeah, you heard that right. Our job as Christian leaders is not to make people feel better. Now, let me explain what I mean. Let me use a a medical analogy. A doctor's job is not just to manage a patient's pain, right? When a cure is possible, the doctor's job is to cure the patient, to to restore their health. I'm not saying pain management isn't important or doesn't have a role to play, but if a doctor prioritizes managing a patient's pain ahead of actually curing the patient, in a lot of cases, that doctor would be guilty of malpractice. But often when we're trying to care for others on an emotional level, this is exactly what we do. We don't like their pain. It makes us feel very uncomfortable. We don't have the stomach to watch them hurt so much. So we want to make their pain go away. And this desire to prioritize pain management and to just help people feel better has been a crisis actually in counseling in recent decades. Instead of helping people get better, therapists have too often just settled for helping people feel better. Edwin Friedman wrote about this tendency in his book, Failure of Nerve, and he reminded us that often to get healthy, you have to face hard things. And it's hard to watch people we're supposed to be helping face hard things and painful things, and so we're tempted to bail them out and to offer them shortcuts or to tell them they're okay just as they are, anything to make their pain feel better. Another counselor who's addressed this is Larry Crabb. In his book, Finding God, he says, our job as counselors and Christian leaders isn't to take away people's pain, it's to help them find God through and in the midst of their pain. What people desperately need even more than to feel better is they need to find God. Isn't this what scripture says again and again? I'll just give you one example from the opening of the book of James. It opens with these words, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. In contrast to this, we as Christians have to too large of an extent, been caught up in the therapeutic culture of the West. And so we've redefined what it means to care for people and what it means for church leaders and ministry leaders to provide pastoral care, if we want to use that word. We've turned care into emotional support and emotional pain relief. When our job is supposed to be to help people become spiritually healthy and to help them draw closer to God both of which sometimes involve hurt. So here are some symptoms when we go wrong in this. We call someone who's hurting, but we don't confront someone who's sinning. We send a card or an email, but we don't challenge someone to grow spiritually. We talk to people about their problems, but we don't talk to them about their walk with God. We pray for people's comfort, but not for their Christ-likeness. What are we doing? We're providing emotional support, but 
The question is, are we also providing spiritual care the way the Bible defines it? Are we helping people feel better or are we helping them face their sin, turn away from it if there is sin involved? Are we helping them to trust God more? Are we helping them to take steps of growth and obedience to keep their eyes on Jesus? Are we helping them to hear and discern God's voice and to lean into growth and transformation? Are we helping them to seek and find God in the midst of their difficulty? If you've been listening to this podcast, we've talked about how to provide this sort of spiritual care in various other episodes. Let me just close, though, by saying that I'm not against caring for people or comforting them. Not at all. All we do as leaders, we can do with gentleness, with empathy, with compassion. I'm just saying that helping people feel better isn't our main goal or our main task if we're Christian leaders. Our main task is to help people follow Jesus and to become more like him. And the truth is, God often uses people's pain and uses our trouble to help accomplish that end. And so if we're going to cooperate with God and lead his people, we're going to have to learn how God works. If we do this with gentleness, with concern and compassion, we will really be caring fully for God's people. Well, that's it for this episode of the Ministry Leaders Podcast. Hope you found it helpful. If so, why not share it with someone? You can also help spread the word about this podcast by leaving us a rating and or a review. Bye for now.